All right, let me just record it. Oh my gosh, how did I feel? <laughs> here we are. Woo! We Welcome. Are. Here we are. And I am so excited for tonight. I've been looking forward to it for weeks. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm licensed mental health counselor, Patrick Manette. And I uh, started Friday Night Feels, you know, when the pandemic had really taken over and, and I wasn't really sure what was going to happen when I started it, but it was just a way to kind of connect with people. And it's really turned into one of the most beautiful adventures I've ever had of meeting people from all over the world and sharing their stories and, and getting to know them. Um, so I'm so excited to be here for another show. And just a reminder for people, you know, you can check it out the replay of Friday Night Feels on the YouTube channel under my business name, Manette Counseling uh, LLC. Or you can also see and listen to it in the podcast form on all of the different podcast platforms. So tonight, I'm so excited that we were just, I was getting lost in the conversation. I almost didn't go live, but I have the amazing Martha Mock here tonight from Australia. So welcome, Martha. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. And I, so I'm just going to share with you a little bit um, for the audience, a little bit of your background that Martha guides women who may have had similar experiences as she's had being in an abusive marriage, being bullied at school since a young age, sexually molested by someone she trusted to help them find themselves again, not only by not letting their past hold them back, but she creates super helps create super confident women. She's known as the super confident coach, international motivational speaker, multiple business owner, entrepreneur, multi-award winning international makeup artist and hairstylist, and author. She coaches in areas of life such as business, self-worth, and relationships. Her speciality is empowering new coaches to run their profitable coaching business. And by using her knowledge and personal experiences, she empowers others to improve their life situations to achieve happiness by unlocking their potential from within. With opting with different uh, strategies to unlock their fear and barriers, she allows them to find the strength to face their challenges. And her main mission is that no women should suffer in silence. So Martha, thank you so much. Warm, warm welcome to Friday Night Feels. <laughs> Thank you. It's been wonderful having having a nice chat with you already. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like we could just talk for hours. You know, and um, of course in Australia, it's Saturday morning, said good morning, and here it's eight o'clock Friday night. So lovely. The, the, the amazingness of technology. So definitely. So, uh, so many amazing things that I, I kind of want to come up, you know, go over. So you might have to come back again, Martha, because we may not fit it all in one time. So you'll just have to come back. I hope that's okay. I will be very honored. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, so you, you focus on, on helping people. And as you may have known, you know, from our brief interactions of, I specialize in, in trauma and working with people. So when you and I connected and I saw mm -hmm. that the work you did, I, I felt an instant connection of, oh my God, this is another fighter. This is someone else who's out there helping people overcome their traumas to really live the lives that they were meant to live. Mm -hmm. Definitely, because we all have a past and we can choose how do we see that past. Do I choose it as a colorful wisdom and learning or do I choose it to let it haunt me at the every hour of the day? That's a choice that we can make as an individual. And I'm giving the individual the tools 
to co take control back and stop living like a zombie. Oh, that's really powerful. As you were saying that, I, I've just worked with so many people who feel like they just get on that wheel and they just can't break free from that cycle. And and even when they, they're healed or they've gotten out of the abusive situations or the traumatic experiences, they're stuck in that trauma and they don't know who to reach out to, how to reach out, um, and how to live a life again and go from surviving to really living and thriving. Oh, I totally hear you, Patrick. I was a woman that been in silence for over 30 years. Oh As gosh. an Asian girl, mm -hmm. we've been told that we are a daughter, a sister, a wife that need to shut up and just put our head down and do our work. And that's how I was brought up. And I always know something inside of me that I'm a rebel. I keep telling people I'm like a free spirit horse that don't want to be tied down and mm. don't want to be follow rules. And because of that, I was bullied a lot in my childhood, wow. trying to be me. And because of that, you get shaped into a certain way that you have a choice. Either you go into the darkness, which you can go and rely on substancy to get you up there, or you can rely on something like a light, a light that you don't want the other person to follow the step that you did. You don't want other people to follow the long distance that you have won before you get where you are. So that has always been my motivation that I don't want to see another soul get hurt or feeling lost, feeling like that there's not one that will understand where they are because I was one of them. I was so proud with my career. You, uh, I think some of you have heard my potential. And I'm really proud woman in the work field. But behind that shiny mask, I was the greatest pretender. I pretended to be happy. I pretended to live an amazing life. I pretended to feel happy. And recently, there's two weeks ago, it was my birthday. And I look at the photo on Facebook, uh, with Facebook giving you history mm -hmm. of photos that you have taken. Ever since I have left my ex-husband and found my ideal partner now, my smile and my pose, everything have changed. Oh I look gosh. at the dates that I have done for the last, like past 12 years, but 10 years before that I've been on Facebook, every single birthday that I post out, either will be a Louis Vuitton bag, it will be an expensive dinner, it could be a bunch of flowers or a really pretty cake, but there was no photo of me right. because I don't even feel like that I should present myself out because I'm happy on the outside, but I'm not on the inside. Right. And then the last two years I've been with my partner, he is just so amazing that he makes me finally smile. And mm. everyone around me have noticed how my smile changed. And I look at the post that I did last year, and even he's a Navy, so he's not here during my birthday. Mm -hmm. But he sent me a birthday song yeah. and just something very simple. And it made me smile all day, all night. And simple things like that, that we didn't, I didn't see that was valuable before, that now I treasure the most from it. And I can see the changes in me just by allowing myself to go through that trauma therapy, allow myself to go through that depression and learning what is the positive learning I got from it. Right. From every trauma that we go through in life, there's always a wisdom. You may find, what, really? <laughs> um, I give you one example, Patrick. Right, right. 
when I was uh, in trauma therapy earlier this year again, because um, I was doing really well in my business, then my cat for 16 years died. And she passed away and she was the only thing I had in my 19 years of abusive marriage. I don't have kids. So she was closest things to me, to my own child. And when she died, I went into a very deep depression. What makes it worse was my ex-husband, who I did not speak to for about two or three years, uh, he texts me and blamed me for her death. And it makes the whole situation a lot worse. And it brings up so many triggers. And for three months into that, I was like a zombie, even though I did take little action to mm -hmm. fight it back. But inside of it, something, it didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. Not until I studied NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. It helped to alter the moment in the exercise that I was doing. I went back to the first time I experienced fear and it came up as an image of my dad using a knife and stabbed me on my head because I did something wrong. And all I remember was blood was red and my vein was green and blue. That image in that moment, your audience may think, how could I possibly find a positive learning from that? And I did say F off when she's <laughs> asked me that what is the positive learning from that? Okay, I did. Okay, I'm very honest. I will tell you, well, I that's did say F off. That's really good therapy when you can say that in I therapy. Like, I was like, F off, really? You want me to find a positive learning from my dad stabbing right. me? Well, you're not listening. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you're not listening. Okay. But I did manage to find it. I did start it from, oh, we're, he's not so bad. It was just a moment and we got a good relationship now and I'm a good person and he's not a bad person. And then at the end, I said one thing that changed my life. I said, I'm in control. Mm. And I'm like, wow, that was like a lightning pole that actually wake me up. Hey, wait a minute, Martha, I'm not in control of what happened then. That was a history that have already been done. I can't go back in time to fix it. Mm -hmm. And the future have not been created yet. What I can control is my moment right now at this space, at this very moment. And if I want my future to be what I manifest as, what is in that vision board, I first must create a strong foundation on my current. So I have a letter from going from zero to a hundred. A lot of people just dream about having a better future, but they did not plan. What is that letter that they need to climb up to that 100? Mm -hmm. So by taking control of our current moment, it gives me the time and the space to build that bridge. So I know exactly what to do the next step to get me closer to my vision, to get me closer to my goal. And from learning that, hey, you know what? We don't need to control other people. Mm -hmm. I only need to control myself. I need to control my thinking, my mind, and how I deal with every single day. And that's when I gain the power back because I realize by giving other people power to make me fear, mm -hmm. to make me sad, they didn't do anything. They done it already. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I am the person. And then they live on, they move on with their lives and, and then you're <laughs> bleeding out, right? You're like, you're in misery, yeah, but they're living their lives. Exactly. They're living there. They're like, then why not me? Isn't it? Why not me? Why can't me? And I realized that, you know what? I'm the person who gave that power away. So stop blaming him. Start looking at myself and say, what power have I given?
And I'm brave enough to say to even I teach my student, be brave enough to say that I'm no longer feeding you power. I'm taking that control back and I'm allowed to guess what? I am stronger and more powerful than the person who hurt me. And I'll repeat that again. I am more powerful and stronger than the person who hurt me. So by having that and reviewing it my every single day, I feel empowered. I feel like that I'm motivated to continue to follow my step of what to do. So if that's one tip that I can share with your audience who went through trauma and desperately looking for a way out, start realizing that we are the one who give them the power to do it. And we can take that control back anytime we want. As long as we say to ourselves that we are stronger and more powerful in the in them than them right. controlling us. So how would you define stronger? I always say that it's not about going to do a bungee jump or uh, going to jump off a high-rise building. It's about making that primitive, that little bunny steps that we take Mm -hmm. it's a little bunny step that we take every single day it could be just something like oh okay i'll do something different than what i did yesterday i will try something different than what i said yesterday recently i have heard a sentence it says that if you have been criticizing your life for all this time with no actual benefit and you don't see things getting better why not try to give yourself approval and encouragement every single day and Mm. see where it will take you Mm. And I'm like, that is so true, isn't <laughs> yes. it? I'm like, what? I have to do something? I have to change? What? <laughs> yeah, and, and the comfort zone is definitely a thing. Um, a lot of women, including myself, that who went through abuse, we tend to actually fall back into the familiarity and saying and, and try to protect the other person and say, oh, like, you know, I understand because I've been through similar situation. And after going for a few relationships before I find my current partner, I actually realized that what stupid thing <laughs> that I was telling myself, they're not the one for me because the one that who's truly for me will accept me for who I am, right. who will be willing to work with me right. to find an outcome because no people, two people are the same. Right. <coughs> Definitely. And I, I think yeah. that's really beautiful because I think sometimes when we think of being stronger, we think it's, it becomes about the person again. We think that we're going to change them and make them apologize and make them see the errors of the way and make them all of it. And it, it has nothing to do with them. It's, it's also about, I'm going to say it, it's also about forgiveness. Yes. For, that's forgiving that, that's so true. And forgiving ourselves or, you know, it, oh. it, and breaking the cycle of, I can be free from you. It doesn't mean it's okay what you did, but I'm not going to live being your puppet or be your prisoner anymore. Oh, that is so true. The the one sentence that truly wake me up when I went for one of a breakup after my marriage, that, that one hit me really, really hard. At that moment, I actually said to myself, I lost my light, my smile, and my hope. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know at that moment, I was the one who gave it away because I gave him that control. And not until the moment I read one of a book, it says that I need to learn to forgive him. And I said, I forgive him, but I need to learn to forgive myself. Mm. 
wow, that was a big one because I didn't know I blame myself for everything that happened. Mm -hmm. I blame myself for leaving my ex-husband. I blame mm -hmm. myself for not being the better girlfriend that he expected me to be. And you know what? A lot of the issues that we have in relationship, it's not just one person. It's actually both parties. Mm -hmm. So by having that bravery into having open communication, by saying that what you like and what you don't like and without offending the other people, most importantly, it's about respect. You don't yell at the other people. You actually say, okay, I need to share this view with you. You may not feel comfortable with it, but it's something that I, uh, I'm thinking, so I wanted to share with you because I respect you. We speak is very important and that's one thing that I learned from NLP. We speak the other people model of the world. That sentence changed my life because everyone is allowed to have their own belief and their own value system. Whatever they believe is their system. It's not your system. You do not need to take on other people's belief you have a choice and that's me from being the super confident woman i am today right. i used to worry about being very egotistic because of how confident i am however i realize now that what other people say and think is not what i can control right. the only thing right. i can control is my intention and my purpose is pure and my heart is just pure Right. So what other people like to say and, and do is actually not me. It's right. their insecurity. Projected it's not my insecurity. You. Yeah, and it's their insecurity. And having their insecurity, I'd love to help them if they ask for help. But if they don't ask for help, we need to respect their space as well and let them be the way they are. Until the moment they say, hey, I think I need to change too then I accept them with their open arm. And that's one of the thing about coaching. Coaching, a lot of coaches feel like that because we, as a human, we all have a certain perception mm -hmm. that we have in life and thinking that this is the model way of doing stuff. And we can easily project our per perception onto another person. And that become what I say, care and control. Mm -hmm. There's a very fine line between care and control. Mm -hmm. Like I use an example of our loved ones. Hey, this is really good. Please try and eat it. It's really good. Eat it. It's amazing. You must eat it. Okay. Totally that does is, that. Isn't it? We all do that. I'm guilty of it as well. And then I realized something. I turned the care of wanting him not missing out on something and sharing my happiness as well. I turn into controlling he must follow my instruction so can, uh -oh. can you see the differences <laughs> oh yes sorry that just hit home that hit home <laughs> thanks martha keep going i'll just breathe through it. i'll breathe through it it is so true because as a coach we are very compassionate we've got such an empathy uh, empathy inside of us but I need to start realizing what is the difference between empathy and compassion. Empathy, I, I and, and I try, I need to find an explanation for it. Okay, again, it's my belief system that helped me. I'm only sharing my view and I'm not projecting that to anyone. And if anyone want to take it, feel free to. I'm not saying that this is the only way to do things. Someone actually told me what is the difference between empathy and compassion. Empathy for me now, for my own understanding only, it's the way that I feel sorry about people. You hear all the times, oh, I'm sorry about what you're going for. I'm sorry about this. I'm sorry about this. I began to take on your sorrow 
and I began to take your energy away. But being compassionate is I hear you, I see you, I support you. That's the difference. I don't need to pity them. I don't need to do that. I just need to give them compassion and say, I understand what you're going for. Let me support you to go into, uh, get out of this, this, this trauma you're in right now. And I find that ever since I have put myself into a compassionate position, instead of being so empathy, I feel like that um, I waste the other people's confidence as well. Because when we're in a victim mode, we love that attention. We love people mm -hmm. like joining us into it because it's like, ah, oh, it's the it's the group of empathy and right. it's the group of like being well, in soul. And, and it's hard. another layer of the abuse. Uh, it's like yes. instead of thriving, it's surviving. Like I can survive yeah, on surviving. your pity. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that is also a comfort thing as well because it is nice to get the attention, especially <laughs> that's what you're lacking in the first place. Yes. And I and and I'm starting to court myself on that and say, no, I don't need other people to pity me. I love their caring, but I don't need it. What I need is a way out. What I need is I want to find my clarity again. I want to know what is holding me back. What is my final destination and then how to do it. A lot of people ask, how do I do something? How do I do this? How do I do that? But even I give you the whole manual, it's like you're a bus driver here. Here's the map. Mm -hmm. oh, where am I going? Right. Uh, am I going to Miami or Florida? I don't know because I only got a map, but I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> right. And then it's like, okay, I decided to go to Miami. And you start driving and the car will move. Why is that? You got the map, you got the right. how-to, and you got the destination, but why you're not moving? Because there's chain behind your bumper. Mm. Of course it won't move. So until you unlock those chain, you're not going to be able to move forward. Right. So I started to train my clients and train my coaches to see their clients in a different way. Instead of just giving them the how-to, which a lot of people ask for, let them realize that they first must look at what is holding them back mm -hmm. and what is their destination mm -hmm. and help them to do that first so they have a clarity. Uh, into what they need to do next. Like I said, from a zero to a hundred, mm -hmm. it needs to have that bridge. But at least you need to know where you're going first. Are you going to Miami or are you going to Florida or, or Canada? Right. I don't know where you want to go. Right. I can give you a map. You got a GPS right in front of you. So what are you going to do with it? Is that I don't know because I don't know where I'm going to. So right. having helping your clients or helping yourself to find that clarity is very important because a lot of people say that I just wanted to be happy. How happy in what way? So ask, uh, chunk it down even more and be very, very specific. Because with um, when you try to fix everything, it doesn't work. You need to fix one area at a time and one step at a time. That's when we're starting to see improvement. And another thing that I love to share with you, uh, Patrick, and mm -hmm. your audience, it's a lot of the time that when we're looking at a goal, if you ask 10 people, 10 people who are motivated to achieve a goal will say that, yes, I'm looking at a goal. My goal is to lose 10 pounds. My goal is to finish this book, but they're not realizing where their face is actually facing. Our goal is this way, but our, uh, like, which is on the right hand side, for example, mm -hmm. I'm right handed. So <laughs> my goal is on the right hand side, but then their trouble and their past, their horror, their fear, is actually on the left hand side. So when they're facing towards the goal, what they're doing is actually turning their eyes, looking at the fear 
and mm. trying to run away from it. So it's like, I'm going to my goal. I'm going to my goal. Right. I'm like running really fast to go to my goal. <laughs> but they're not realizing that every single step they're taking because they're looking at that fear, it makes them feel like they have chain under their feet. And every single step feels like I'm not good enough. I haven't done enough. I haven't be my best. And they beat themselves up like there's no tomorrow. But when they starting to turn their head into looking at a goal, think of it, you're going to Disneyland tomorrow. How do you see it? excitement oh my god this is great you're going on to a new date as someone that you haven't seen before and you're like you're so excited to see him how does that feel oh that uh, adrenaline you that's the reason that you're not looking at your past not looking at oh i'm looking at the, the, the abuse that i was having and then i'm going on a date your vibration is completely different you're right. looking towards a future that is happy Right. So when we consciously looking at the future and say, this is my goal. Oh my God, I love you. And you are amazing. I love myself. I'm coming over to you compared to I'm running away from this. I'm scared of you. Yes. Like stay away from me and trying to run away from it. I always say this, this sentence, when you're trying to run away from your trouble, every single step will feel like there's not enough. Right. But when you're facing your goal with excitement, every single step becomes an achievement. Wow. Because achievement is what makes you motivated. Right. A lot of people ask me, how do you stay motivated? Like, how do you stay so energetic all the time? And I'm like, it's because I'm doing what is important for me right now, mm -hmm. this current moment. Not a future that I haven't built yet. I have a little bit of idea about it, but I don't know what it will be. And all I can do is do the very best that I can at this moment. And that's my motivation. That's my why. Because if it's not current, it relies on willpower right. and we all know willpower is short sleeve just like yes. the ice cream come up right. when you're going on a diet and that <laughs> yeah. chocolate and the chips comes up like it's very very hard like you know that's called willpower so it never works for me right. <laughs> i need to actually work on my current like yes. what is the thing that i currently care about like me and my partner at the moment have this little competition to encourage each other uh he's actually actually on deployment he's a navy chef right. so he's he's a navy so he, he's actually on the sea so we did this encouragement thing for each other. I say, like, okay, we're both going to lose a little bit of weight healthily. Like there's no set limit, but right. who actually win will pay for the next holiday. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> so yeah, so we compete with each other all the time. I said, yep, you're paying for that. You're paying for that. You're paying for that. And I know you are paying for that. Right. And that's sort of a little bit of a challenge to keep us going because it keeps us in the current situation, not a future we have a hope and a common goal to go to. In fact, I already got the voucher for the um for the ho uh the actual hotel. But we're saying that no, you're gonna pay for the rest of the stuff, you're gonna pay for this. So it helps us to keep us motivated and keep it fun. And lockdown like we're in lockdown at the moment in sydney okay. and lockdown can cause a lot of mental issues for all of us yes. because of the disconnection with other people but by doing little games like that it makes everyone to feel um connected and right. motivated and i also just started doing something for him uh with him as well it's called the greater uh, gratitude game okay it's that we say something that we're grateful of um every single night before we go to bed to each other oh i love that yeah so it's something that it doesn't have to be always be him 
Right. I actually said I was grateful to the uh, internet that actually allowed me to do a podcast. Right. I actually did say <laughs> that. And I was like, I'm grateful for the new program that I bought um, called the Coach Box that helped me to put all my company information together and save me $130 a month. I'm like, great, that's amazing. Right. And and it's, like, it's something that I, I, I'd never thought of doing, but by doing that, it made me feel like that I'm, I'm, I have enough. It made me feel yes. motivated and let me feel a lot more sane. It's true because being alone in a house with a very naughty cat, um, <laughs> that's all I have at home. And I hear some people say, oh, I'm in lockdown and I'm in a, such a small apartment and I feel bad. And I'm like, okay, let me tell you this. I live in a three bedroom apartment right next to the beach. My wall, I literally can see the water. But it doesn't actually make me feel any lonely, like any more less lonely than you right, guys. Right, right. So the space that we're in is not the pepper. It's what our brain is thinking. Right. So how do we make our brain more creative? Right. Um, during the time that a lot of things, that when the outside matter cannot be controlled, just like COVID and lockdown, it's something that we cannot control how about we choose to control what we can control which is our brain how it function so i got so bored during this lockdown that i opened an instagram account for my cat called <laughs> bell bell the destroyer oh bell, bell, i the need destroyer. this i need this information <laughs> you need to like everyone need to follow her her name is bell bell the destroyer she's a the destroyer, destroyer. I yeah, will she destroyed everything I want the house. <laughs> well, that was what I just want to say. One thing that's real quick of like with social media is, you know, there's so much negative stuff out there that one of the things yeah. that I've learned from the pot from doing the show mm. is connecting with people such as yourself and like all the amazing inspirational stuff that's out there. Mm -hmm. So now instead of like, you know, not so healthy stuff, I get like mm. inspirational stuff and, and motivational like every day. Mm. Oh, I agree. I agree. Because I. Yeah, during this lockdown, I got so bored beside having an Instagram account for my cat, which is Bell Bell the Destroyer. Um, I actually started something that I never done in my life. I started walking. Okay. I started having a taking a walk every single day uh, for about 20, 30 minutes. Or so sometimes if I had a really, really busy day and I only got about five minutes, I still get out of my house and just do a walk up along the street. Because I feel like, and what did I I used to keep myself motivated. I put it onto Facebook story. I put a video of, of the street that I'm walking every single day on Facebook story. So it will be like a five second video, wow. but I use social media to help me accountable of that. I need to do my walk every single day. And I've been mm -hmm. doing that for almost three weeks now. And I'm so happy about it because walking and exercise is never in Martha's dictionary. Okay. But I got well, you also so... want to win. You know what you want. Yeah, I also want to win. That's another motivation. Come on, Martha. It's, it's like I'm really, really bored. Okay. I'm so bored that I need to do something different. So I started walking and use social media to help me. Right. A lot. Of, I hear a lot of the young people said that oh, social media is designed to suck you into it and and things like that. I'm like everything has a negative and a positive yes. side, so just use the positive. I right. use it for work a lot. Like I'm on Facebook a lot about my my posts and and stuff. Then why not use it for bank uh, gaining and benefit for you? It only takes me 15 minutes a day to to do my social media, and then that's it. And then we're like, oh, other people spend hours on their contents and stuff. And I'm like, just flow from the heart, even as simple as have a wonderful day today, 
That's a post already. You don't have to overthink when you're doing social media. When you try not to be perfect, that's when the authentic you comes out. Mm -hmm. And that's why I always say to people, you do not need to be perfect to be confident. Right. You just need to allow yourself to be that authentic version of you. Right. And you and I were talking about that briefly. I was mentioning to Martha that I had seen on her Instagram. Um, I didn't know about the cat one. I'm going to have to totally look that up. But she had one of her videos, I think it's just about three minutes, um, was just so relaxing and soothing as I listened to it. And she was saying, you know, sometimes I don't want to wear makeup. Sometimes I do. It doesn't matter. Mm. And I, I think, you know, what I see is that you, you judge yourself and you compare yourself, which is another dangerous ring of falling into of the comparison game instead of just saying, hey, this is my story. This is how I can help. Let maybe you can relate. That is so true, Patrick. I completely agree with you on that. And that's when I did the nine day social experiment. I make sure that I didn't brush my hair properly. I wear the wrong clothing, didn't have the good lighting, didn't put makeup on on some, and some days I look absolutely stunning for the camera. And for the nine days, no one actually said that my eyes was too small. No one said that my hair didn't look perfect. No one actually told me that I wasn't good enough. They're all saying that, my God, your message was amazing. I oh, really wow. started to follow you because of that. And I'm like, people all that's fear you create in yourself about not being perfect right can you see now that you are the only one who created that yes they will be troll outside but what you can do with trolls and cyberbullying is thank you for your comment have a wonderful <laughs> day there's a button called hidden delete and a block Yes. very good to use yes. because they don't deserve your attention and a, a lot of us tend to focus on that one or two negative comment and yes. then you feel like really anxious and, and and worry about it but then you forgot all the 10 million people that is supporting you mm -hmm. why those people who does not support you deserve your attention mm -hmm. our attention span is only 130 beats per second in our brain so why don't I actually focus my one fee four on things that benefit me? It's right. a much better return on investment right. than worrying about something that I cannot. First thing, I cannot control. Second thing is I respect their model of the world. Uh, and third thing is their insecurity is not my insecurity. They haven't right. paid me to fix them. So right. there you go. It's not a return on investment. Right. So I don't need to worry about it. And, and think about it. A lot of young people is that, oh, I can't wear the same clothes on Instagram. Um, other people will know. And I'm like, did you see Princess uh, Kate Middleton? She constantly repeat her clothing. Mm -hmm. And what comment that did she get is that she is an amazing real person. Mm -hmm. So do you want to be real or do you want to be superficial? Mm -hmm. It's completely up to you. Mm -hmm. That's very true. So when, how does that tie into you feel like with your clients? Like if someone wanted to come and work with you, like, how do you, how do you tie all of this like wisdom in to help them go onto that ladder and, and help their kind of like what I was thinking too, is like their dreams to become goals, to become reality. Yeah. I always started with mindset. Uh, that's okay. that is one of the training in both of my courses. I have one for confidence and the other one is for business. So with, both of them, it all start with mindset because without the strengthening in mindset, a lot of the times that um, there's three boxes. If we now imagine a picture with three boxes in it, the first box on the top says belief. The second box is want on the left-hand side. 
and another box which is how to on the right hand side so you got a triangle of boxes together when people have a belief and a want it become an inspiration just like you going into a seminar or watching a really inspirational video you're like oh my god this is so great this is so great wonderful wonderful and wonderful so that inspiration will die down because there's no how to step of getting yourself better right, right. when people have the belief and the how to they said oh my god i got this idea this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna eat cereal for the next 10 days and uh it will make me very skinny and lose 10 kilo but that's not the one i don't want to eat cereal for 10 days straight come right. on like it's alive <laughs> it's so boring eating that so what it become it become um it becomes an idea it has yes. nothing to it and then other times that when you have the how to they say okay i know that by eating cereals i will lose 10 kilo and i have the want i want to win that competition so i'm going to lose the 10k but then you don't have the belief you don't believe yourself can do it so what will happen it become an action only it has no belief in it so as soon as you hit a wall ball oh my god i eat cereal for three days and i only lost two kilo not three oh my god and you're starting to break down that belief and you lose the um your momentum as well right, and the motivation right. so what is important for everyone and in my courses i help people to strengthen their belief and then increase their want and balance it out with how to so they become the sweet spot that they have mm. with the sweet spot. That's when can they uh, go into achieving their goal and based on what goal do they want to have? I teach people in life, which is self-worth. I teach people in relationship, finding the better relationship for themselves and finding a new partner uh, or, or with their kids. Uh, that's another one that I do. Uh, I also with our business training is for people who have a story, for people that who wants to become a coach, but don't know what to do because mm -hmm. there's so many people outside telling you that I'm going to make you 10K in 90 days and mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. I'm like, oh, I can't deal with that because if the person <laughs> you give them the how to, they eat ice cream every single day, it won't work. Right. So there you go. Everyone needs to take a responsibility. So I help. Um, one of the big differences between my business coaching class is that I give everything in one go. So I give a basic layer from all the pillars, from your uh, beginning stage, which is your mindset, from your starting stage is setting up your company, doing your program, to the uh, uh, launching space, how to launch it in the social media space, how to build up authority, how to let people know who you are, to the progressing stage, which is getting con consistently coming in. I give them a complete program. Mm -hmm. That way they don't have to buy 20 programs right and they have someone they can trust and get feedback from that exactly. knows their progress yeah and we i call it the holding hand surface oh i love I, that I the one that who's gonna hold your hand for four months straight so you're not talking to a computer right. you're not talking to a video recorded program and a workbook that you have to use your motivation and do it by yourself no right. no, no 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 i'm gonna hold your hand one by one that you're going to talk to me and i'm also going to have a group's coaching session where all the team of coaches join together there are about 30 of us to come in and join together and support each other because we all know different things and we don't know what we don't know right. so from the experience 
influence of everyone we collect it together and give you a network and a community to fall back on and that's what something i'm very proud of to present to other people because i know there's so many courses outside there's so many training outside a lot of the courses are sell in pillars like the mm -hmm. starting stage the progressing stage all of those mm -hmm. things i tend to put everything together and my students always say oh my god Martha, you give so much out i say yeah because i can mm -hmm. it's simple as that it's not because i want to make more money it's just that because i can and it and works why not? yeah why not because yeah. it works for me i'm a new coach that only started my business uh what 14 months ago oh, and wow. if i can make six figures within my first year what can you guys become so i'm not promising you guys anything right. i'm just going to promise you that you will get your first client with me or you will get another client if you're relaunching your business with me before our contract finish right. because if not i'm going to work with you until you do right. so i'm not going to leave anyone behind not like another program that oh you buy it and you don't get result you're mm -hmm. just going to cry about it and complain about it no 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 i'm going to be with you i'm not going to let you go and you get lifetime access to my group coaching program. Oh my gosh. Whenever you want to come back, come back and join us and have fun. We do catch up calls every now and then. No problem. It's so, all about building that connection. So people from, uh, you know, that's a question I'd like to ask. Of, so people from all over could work with you or take your trainings. Is that, how, how would people connect with you? Oh, thanks to Zoom and technology <laughs> that we can reach people all over the world. Yes. And it's true that about seven, 70% of my clients are actually overseas. They're oh, not in Australia. Okay. So I got a lot of American um, clients as well, which I really truly adore them. And UK as well, they are absolutely amazing. And that's the that's the differences between us, that we realize that uh, there's no more barriers because of our where we are sitting at now. Right. All we have to do is to reach out. I was someone that was, was too proud, too ashamed, too scared to ask. And as soon as I start asking, oh my God, the reward, the return on investment is like tenfold. Mm -hmm. I can't believe how amazing it has been. And my journey is just about, uh, has become about collaborating with different people. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a collaboration workshop in a few weeks time um, about how to actually join forces with other people and make it work. And this sort of thing is what makes it different. One person cannot give everything. But when you have different people that you can work together, that's when everything changed. Right. And I think that I love that because I've seen so many people who think they have to have it all or who are afraid of collaborating because, mm -hmm. well, if we're collaborating, you might take my business or I won't make as much, you know, but it's nonsense because, yes. because it's like if we're working together, you have specialties and gifts that are different than mine and why not yeah. be able to work together as a team to help people on all different aspects and facets of their lives like you Definitely. have to eliminate that fear that i think controls a lot of people especially in business i think there's a lot of competition a lot of yeah. unnecessary viciousness yeah, a lot of people said that, oh my God, there's so many coaches outside. I don't know how I'm going to make a living out of it. And I'm like, how many hairdressers do you have down the street? How many bakeries <laughs> do you have? How so many pharmacies? what is the difference between you they all sell the same stuff so right. like and and being coaching that we all are different because we are selling us it's not yeah. just a program it's not just a package it's us that the trainer is different just like nlp nlp is just a technique it's a textbook technique 
but the presenter, the, the, the trainer is the difference in it. And that's why you pay a certain amount of money for a different trainer to come in. Right. And for, for us as a, as a coach, as a trainer, we need to see the value in us. So that's why I first work with them on their mindset, to seeing their value, to seeing what they're worth and stop thinking too small. <laughs> a lot of people said, oh my God, like, you know, uh, I get $200 and I'm very happy. Right. I used to be a makeup artist that earned real, uh, a really good income. And think about it that way. And if I can have people flying me all over the world to do makeup, they must be, it, it doesn't mean I'm a more prettiest person. It doesn't mean that I do the kick ass makeup that no one else can do. But I know I'm the most caring, the person that who will make my client feel good about themselves. And I know that that is where I'm good at. Right. So that's what I need to focus on. And that's right. what everyone has inside of them. You all have that uniqueness in it. I'm quirky. I'm weird. I'm loud. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm joyful. Wonderful. Right. No problem. And that's what we wanted to sell. I'm, I hate selling myself as a perfect person because I'm not. I right. know I'm not. And I will never be. And guess what? I'm really happy with that because that gives me <laughs> endless opportunity of succeed and improvement. And growth. I once heard yeah. a child said, I once heard a nine-year-old child said that my mom told me that I have problem. And I said to the child and said, you don't have a problem. You have endless possibility of improvement. Wow. And she just like, Wow, I would say yes, because you have endless opportunity of improvement. But I can't spell this. I can't do that. No, 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 no. It just means you don't. You don't have a problem. You have endless possibility of improvement. That's all I mean. It's just yes. the way that we frame things. That we we love those children so much. But when we love them so much, the care become control. Mm -hmm. So we need to respect them as an individual, as a person, as a growing human as well. Just like my cat, she's a destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> she eats everything around the house, including trying to eat my laptop the other day, which don't ask me why. <laughs> and, and, oh. then, and all you wanted. That's why she's a destroyer. Yes, perfect name. <laughs> Oh God, she's she because she started from Crazy Bell and then changing it into the Destroyer, and she owned that title. Okay, she owned it, and she that that's the thing. She's confident to own the title of being a Destroyer. So mom, I'm listening to what you're mom. saying. <laughs> yeah. Super confident mom and a very confident Destroyer. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, yeah, I, you know, dogs. I think love that we're home more. Cats, I think, yeah. are resenting the loss of freedom. Yeah, like, exactly. What are you still doing here? Go away! <laughs> You're in my chair. <laughs> oh, she, 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 she's absolutely amazing. I'm so grateful for her because without her, I don't know how I'm going to last in this lockdown and being alone. And it makes me appreciate my partner even more. Um, when I first started this journey, we were together before the first wave of COVID hit. Okay. And so I always have his support in here. And this time is the first time that he's not here while I'm in a lockdown. And it has hit me a lot harder than the right. other one. And it made me appreciate life more. And it made me appreciate the chance to connect with other people more. So anyone out there, despite if you're in lockdown or restriction or not, Make sure that you realize that you can reach out, reach out mm -hmm. to Patrick, reach out to me, 
whenever you're bored okay have a talk have a genuine conversation and it's okay ask us question we are not about selling all the time we really wanted to give but of course if you wanted to go into a lot of level yes i do charge you to go and do that because i do have to make a living too i'm Mm -hmm. very honest but for the most of the part i just love hearing from you guys i love having the connection and i love being able to help yeah and it's funny you say that because a lot of uh, counselors that I've worked with, you know, when we're doing different things, I, I always try to tell my clients or people I'm working with, uh, if you're ever struggling or if you're ever having a rough time, reach out anytime and I will get back to you as soon as I can. And I remember how many counselors I've worked with or therapists who are surprised that I actually say that. They're like, mm-hmm. well, what do you do? Like, I don't have time for that. It's like, then I, I get you're busy, mm-hmm. but I, we're in a place where it's like we need each other like i don't Mm -hmm. care what's happening like Mm -hmm. if you reach out i will reach out as fast as i can exactly exactly and and i agree with you because we got got time difference like you know your 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 midnight (laughs) is is literally like you know my daytime so so it happens a lot and and i sometimes that need to talk to people at one two o'clock in the morning and i'm willing to do that because i can genuinely see people needs help Yes. And that that's what it is. And if I can, I'll do it. If I can't, I won't. I won't right. kill myself about it. We all have human, but just having that no knowledge of that you are not alone. It really means a lot because when the time that I went through my breakup, I thought that I was the only one in the mm-hmm. world that experienced that. I felt so ashamed of being a divorced woman. I'm so ashamed of being someone that who'd been in silence for so long and and didn't ask for help and everyone thought that I was fine and I feel really embarrassed and scared and ashamed to to be laughed out right once I actually find out that hey you know I've been for and that completely changed my thinking that changed my feeling of hey I can't ask for help mm-hmm. and just being able to do that, it really makes a difference. Yes, we all have our boundary as well, right. but still we can help whenever right. we can. And I think that's kind of going back to what we were starting to talk about is when you've gone through mm-hmm. a rough time. And I think you're really at that crossroad, like you're saying, do I go into the darkness or do I go forward into the light and the love? I, I think when you've gone through rough times, when you have been alone, yes, and you want to do in a healthy way to support people so they don't have to go through that exactly it's like that you can choose the long long way of like 19 years for me to realize what i can do or you can do it in 19 days (laughs) simple as that what do you choose to do now because i have a way i have a way for you right now what do you want to do the choice is completely up to every single one of us and for people who need that extra space you're allowed to that's why that we have the compassion to see your needs as well. Yes. We don't just pity you and say, I'm so sorry. Uh, no, I don't do that. I actually give you the compassion and the space and the encouragement. Hey, it's and that's how I feel. Yeah. And that's just, sorry, my internet's a little wonky tonight. I apologize for any hiccups. And and I think that's, that's really powerful. Like the compassion of, because when you're doing it in through the lens of compassion, you see through the trauma. 
and yes. you see the beauty of who the person yeah. is and can be. And I think that's I such agree. a gift. I completely agree with you. And and we all have a gift. We all do. We all ha uh, have something that we excel on. And I always encourage people to stop focusing on things that they're not good at, but focus on the things they excel in. There's this book by, by a Japanese monk, and they actually said that if you focus on what you excel in, your return on investment is over 300%. Oh, but wow. if you focus on what you're not good at, your return on investment is only 30 to 40%. Wow. So that's exactly that's what I do. You can't it fight math. You can't fight math. It is science. <laughs> and think about it. For myself, I know that my strength is confident. And I'm terrible at written English. I'm terrible with technology. So I'm terrible with a lot of other stuff. But one thing that I know I have is confidence. So I choose that path of excelling where my confidence is. And look at where I become. And all the other things that you thought you're not good at it will come into you eventually just like i didn't realize that i could write books i'm on to my six books now oh my god like six books what? into it yeah Congratulations. I, I never thought that i could do that but you know what i did at the end and that wasn't something of my focus i was just so focusing on my confidence and then with technology guess what I've built up my first funnel by myself, like using this new program called the coach box. It was so easy to use. I like, oh my God, it's like the best thing. And you will improve on the area that you're not good at once you excel in the area you're really good at. Right. So that's something that I wanted to let people know. Don't focus on what you're not good at because that doesn't give you any encouragement or any motivation, but focus on what you're really good at and all the other things were starting to help you and come up as well. Right. So if people wanted to work with you or read, find information about your books or your amazing classes, how would they do that, Martha? Feel free to contact me on Super Confident Coaching or search on Google under Super Confident Coach. I'm the first one it comes out. Search my name, Martha Mock. Uh, you will find a way to find me. I will give uh, Patrick my link of Linktree, which have all my Facebook channel, uh, all my uh, YouTube, I do have a YouTube channel as well uh, that I haven't really used, but uh, yeah, linking all of that, you will be able to find me under Martha Mock or Super Confident Coach. And right. anyone who contact me, I'm going to give you guys a gift. You contact me, I'm going to give you one of my ebooks. I know, me too. So I'm going to also give everyone an empowerment session. It's a session that where you can vomit all your things to me and I will receive with a bucket and I'm going to help you to sort it out. So you feel better at the end of the day. It's not about me selling at all. It's about me listening to you and supporting you. Oh my God, I love this. And so if anyone too, I'll post this, um, all of her information too. And if you look on my Instagram, I'm following her um, on her Instagram. So you can just check. That's what I like about Instagram. It's really easy to see who you're following. So it's really yeah. nice to be able to, to contact people. Now, before we end, I, I have a random question that has nothing to do with coaching, if that's okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Of course. What I've never been to Australia. <laughs> I really would love to visit one day. What what is it like there? Like I know that sounds like an ignorant question, but I no, it's not. It just always looks so beautiful and amazing. It is. It is, it is, it is. People in here are very carefree. We are a lot more relaxed. We are less hoo-hoo. We are a lot more like, yeah, let's have a good day. It's a beautiful day on the beach. Let's go out to the beach. 
And that's what Aussie is. Aussie is someone that who's very caring, very kind, very open to help other people. And that's, and, and I'm so grateful for my parents. I come from Hong Kong myself. Okay. So I've been a Chinese and I'm so grateful for them to give up their life to come over to Australia when I was 10 years old. So it gave me a really, really good life here. I've been here 33 years now and I absolutely love it. It's such a beautiful, amazing place. Please, if you come to Australia, come and visit Sydney, which is one of the biggest uh, uh, a nation in Australia. And we love having you here. And it is a beautiful world. Oh, I definitely. Well, once, you know, things come down a little bit, we'll definitely. I know. And then we could do like a show like live. From oh, Sunday. definitely. That's <laughs> what I, I love to go to America. America was actually my next dream places to go to. Then okay. COVID hit. So Listen, once if you ever come to New York. I'm in oh, northern New York, that's but one I, place I wanted to do it. <laughs> I can represent New York and Vermont, and I'm an hour south of Montreal. So if you like, Canada, oh, lovely! And Canada is so beautiful as well. There's a lot of amazing places. Oh, amazing. That's why I wanted to travel. Um, that's my goal. And that's one of the good thing about being a coach. You are COVID free because you're working on an online space. Secondly, you live what we call a laptop like style. You mm -hmm. just need to take your laptop, you have internet and you can work. Yes, I love it. Now, before we end today, I have one final question for you. Yeah. What is one one thing that you would like the audience who are either watching or listening walk away with tonight? Be sure that you do not need to be perfect to be confident. Mm -hmm. Confidence is all inside of us. You just need to find a way to dig them out. And it's not about jumping off a building. It's not about doing a bungee jump. It's about making that three millimeter shift, that bunny step that you take every single day. Just like a bunny, you hop onto your dream a little bit further, a little bit further. And if you need a pathway, do not be afraid to reach out because that's why we're here for. Awesome, I love that. Thank you so much, Martha, our super confident you, co confidence coach for joining us. And thank you for everyone who's watching Friday Night Feels. And I hope you all have a beautiful weekend and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Take care. Thank you so much.